Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. Yo, Elizabeth Dutton. Zarin Burnett. Damn glad to see you. I am so glad to see you. Do you got a second? I got a quick question sure, for you. Sure, sure. Do ahead. you know what's ridiculous? I do. So you're going to share with a brother? Okay. There's a company called HipDot. Have you never, ever heard of them? Never heard of them. They're a, a cosmetic company. Okay. They're rewriting the beauty rules, according to their Need website. to be rewritten, if you ask me. The new rules? Are there are no rules. Ah, simple. I love it. Right. Clear. So... They this I'll read the rest of their little about me blurb above expectation beyond imagination eccentric and instantly iconic hip dot makeup represents everything that you crave beauty to be totally and utterly a hundred percent ubiquitous. That's exactly what I want from makeup. <laughs> That's what you want. So here's the thing. Um, they say, we know you're constantly evolving your identity and creative expression that applies to you. Damn right. Uh, so are we through our collaborations. Let's evolve You see together. where this is going, right? And unique partnerships. Oh, no. I know. The thing is, I like, I found out about one of their partnerships and oh, I was no. like, oh, here you, we go. You tricked me. But then I found out about all their partnerships. You tricked me. I did. <laughs> I did. What is it? So their collaborations, they have like a Hello Kitty and a Sesame uh-huh. Street and what have you. But the ones that I really like, there are three. Okay. First is the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Girl which Scout like, makeup. These are some hussy looking Girl Scouts <laughs> if they're wearing this makeup. <laughs> No judgment, Girl Scouts. But the two that are just like, please stop. The first one, Cup of Noodles. Cup of Noodles makeup? Yeah, they do like these makeup palettes. So they have like a limited edition collector's box, Uh $44. (laughs) And that has a bunch of the stuff. They have Cup of Noodles lip and cheek set. What? And then there's also the Cup of Noodles pigment palette, which is just (laughs) imagine the Cup of Noodles there's palette only of like colors. two colors in well, the no, cup of like noodles. Well, no, it's like the oranges the and browns and, and, and then, tan, yeah. and then the you like. You can go to, from tan to taupe. They're all sold out. P.S. Now the one that I really love, uh-huh. and I'll tell you why. Um, Tapatio hot sauce. Yeah, that's a winner. Well, I'm, t- just, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> why? Like, what if it had the actual hot sauce in it? It doesn't. And then your eyes are. That's just what I was. Crying. That's what I wanted. Well, they have um, the Beasting collector's lips. box that also comes with. For free masks, although I would imagine they're just building it into the price, but mm-hmm. whatever. These are these Dia de los Muertos sheet masks for your face. So wait, like for me to like like do like a facial, but yeah, I'm doing it with but a it Dia looks de los like Muertos it has mask. the skeleton on it. <laughs> I like it. Esquilita. <laughs> and so, yeah, it looks all, oh, that's cool. But then the um, collector's box comes with like, um, you know, your usual 
uh, eyeshadow, glittery. There's green glitter involved. Do you have like a newsletter you read? Where do you get these? I have my sources. Uh-huh. There's this guy named Cody uh-huh. on Instagram. Tell him to stop. He sent us the the tip about this. Um, uh-huh. Thank you, Cody. Yeah, it's okay. But here's the thing: it's thank you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I, otherwise, I wouldn't have stumbled into this hot mess. Um, the the Tapatio makeup palette uh-huh. um, was originally fifty bucks on the website. Okay, it's sold out. But you can get it on Mercari or Poshmark for like 190 200 bucks. Oh, told me to go get my wallet. She said Poshmark? Let me write mm-hmm. this down. Uh-huh. I said I'm going to get on. you. I'm going to get you this. It's, this is going to look so We're past good. the holidays, though. What are you going to get it for me? Uh, Groundhog's Day. There we go. There it is. So that's yeah. ridiculous. Ta-da. Que ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. Now <laughs> These mashups. Well, if you got, I will never stop. I will no, never stop stopping. No, no, can't stop, won't stop. No, Elizabeth Fellow Records. Well, <laughs> if you got a second, you got a second, girl. Yeah, because totally. I got, I got one for you. I want to get even. Okay, all right. Hit me. So this one, blonde bombshell bank robbers. Oh, I right? like where this is going. I thought you would. Imagine two blonde college age women mm-hmm. in tight jeans, matching tops. Both girls are wearing what they call their stunner shades because it's 2007. <laughs> They're listening to a lot of E40. 100%. Now, it was a wild time in 2007 in case you don't remember it. <laughs> in fact, the same month that these girls get famous, a former astronaut who we know named Lisa Nowak will be arrested wow. after she takes a 900-mile drive from Houston to Orlando to go deal with a love rival at the Orlando airport. Diapies. <laughs> February 2007 is also the end of the Bush era. So uh-huh. we are right at a hinge of history where yeah. just two weeks before these two blonde bombshells turn pro as bank robbers, uh-huh. an ambitious young senator from Illinois named Barack Obama announces his candidacy for president. Yes, we can. Yes. The times that were a change in his Bob Dylan si se puede. <laughs> Now, the time had finally come for two blonde bombshell bank robbers to shake up the world. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'd like you to meet the Barbie bandits. Oh, wow. This is Ridiculous Crime, a podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heists, and cons. It's always 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. <laughs> that was so sassy. Thank you. And, uh... Uh, I don't know why, but I have this idea that you're going to like this one, Elizabeth. You Probably. kind of already, like, leaned into it. Mm-hmm. But before I tell you the story of the Barbie Bandits, I also want to tell you the story of the copycat crew. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, can I just say first... I think I really like criminals who call are called bandits. I think you do too. There's something sort of fanciful about it. It's <laughs> it not is. It's roguish. Mean or violent. Yeah, it implies they aren't hurting people. They're just getting away with stuff. Banditry. Now, the Barbie bandits, they had these knockoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're like Barbie bandit knockoffs. Hold like that dollars thought. dollar store. <laughs> exactly. Now, up in Everett, Washington, I don't know if you're familiar with Everett. It's about 25, 25 miles north of Seattle. Oh, totally. I am not. Okay. Well, it's the county seat of Snohomish County. Okay. Now, you know this. I have a rule, which is whenever you have the opportunity to say Snohomish, you have to take mm-hmm. it. Snohomish. Sure. So, up there in <laughs> Snohomish County in Everett, Washington, a young woman posts a picture on Facebook wall. This picture is so great, it gets her busted by the police. The caption read, Barbie Bandits. And this was not the originals. This was 24-year-old Melissa Lindner and her unnamed partner in crime, They get busy one night in February 2013, which is six years after the OGs, okay? Now, Melissa Linder and her ride or die, they break into a gold company in a strip mall. Wait, wait, okay. Yes. A gold company? (laughs) Yeah, you know, like where you go and you sell your grandma's gold rings? Like a pawn shop? Basically, but they're specifically for gold. It's only for gold. It it focuses on gold. Is it called Hold My Gold? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So and when you walk in, they just Vaseline they your Vaseline face. Your face uh-huh. Yeah, and then you're okay. like, yeah. So right. you, you have to use, you can take your uh, your rings off and your earrings off with like mm-hmm. open hand, like you don't like you're getting ready to fight. Yeah, yeah. No. So <laughs> Homa Gold, they break in. Lindner, 
she knew how to bust in because she was a former employee of unnamed gold store. <laughs> oh, right? heavens. So Linda <laughs> and her partner in crime, they're inside. They're like, this is going great. And you know what? Let's discontinue this energy. So they break into six more stores in this same strip mall. Oh, they went on a tear all on one night? Yeah, all one night. All right. Now they get away with it that night. Two days later, not so lucky. They go back, not to the same strip mall, to a different one. They go, and like, oh, let's do some robbing tonight, right? And they're out <laughs> robbing, and they get caught mid-robbery by the police. So the girls, they attempt to flee. Lindner's uh, partner in crime, she gets caught first. Lindner gets caught second. They both go into custody. Now... In custody, they're separated. Partner in crime, she breaks immediately. She (laughs) is not a real criminal. She gives a full confession to the police. And she also informs the detectives where to find the stolen loot at Lindner's house, like where, like underneath this blanket. Oh, no. They go, immediately go. And then now because of this, you know, because of her lack of a commitment to the streets, (laughs) we don't know her name. No charges filed against her, right? But Lindner, she has like pretty much the book thrown at her because the cops have plenty of evidence. Because remember that Facebook post I told you? She'd posted it on February 9th, right before they started their most recent Wait. wave. Okay, so in between the two? Well, the first hit is on the 10th, second one's on the 12th. So the so n- before on th- the 9th, before they go out, they basically oh, brag God. like, we on that life, right? Oh, my God. So in big pink cursive These letters, she had written on her post, Barbie bandits. And underneath that, she'd written the best of besties. And her partner in crime had posted on that photo, and I quote, had so much fun doing our thing. Beware, the Barbie bandits are here and we taken over. Capital N. We oh my over. God. <laughs> no. I need to just like slap these gals around <laughs> a little bit. This is, this is, this is why no one should be on Facebook. This is this why is we it? need to abolish Facebook. For crime? To protect them from themselves? This is just indicative of a deeper problem. How so? People shouldn't... I don't want to hear about anyone's lives. <laughs> and they don't want to hear about mine. But, like, that's what they... They should have, like, an alert that pops up when someone's going to post something on Facebook. Like, do you really want to share this? No one... Like, just a heads up, no one cares. <laughs> you know? Then, like, I, I'm not on Facebook. No. I was on Facebook ages ago. Uh-huh. And, like... Some people, you'd see things that they'd post, like going down to whatever store. Uh-huh. And then there was this one guy where I lived who'd always put cell on at the end. Like, oh, my cell phone's on. You can call me. Oh, wow. Like, is that, that was his signature to let you know. Uh-huh. Cell on. Uh-huh. You can connect like, with Craig. And I'm just like, unfriend. I don't even know you, dude. <laughs> and then, like, you see things and people share or the vague booking of like, oh, yeah, I, hate I wish stuff. some people really cared about what others did for them. And <laughs> then they're supposed me. to go, oh, my God, what happened? That's what, just blow it all up. Destroy it. Wait, didn't you used it to- It is toxic. Always post okay? Yeah, I did. <laughs> when someone would post like a picture of their baby, uh-huh. I, my response, I, I would answer on the post, okay. <laughs> like Jay-Z voice. Okay. I, I see why you love Facebook. <laughs> it didn't go over well and I lost a lot of friends. So, you know, I didn't have very many to start with. Cut my losses. Well, you know, you just honed it. It's like fine wood. You're just getting down, <laughs> get rid of all the roughage. So I think unless people are only going to respond, okay. On whatever, like, oh, my God, I'm so sad my grandma died. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not going to do that, just delete it. Okay. People of Earth, (laughs) delete Facebook. Blow it up. I like this. Go ahead. Are you done with your soapbox? I think so. Let me just adjust it. Okay, yeah. Good? Okay. Mm -hmm. The... the The thing, other than the Facebook aspect, by the way, they posted on Facebook, they posted in pink cursive letters. Uh-huh. And like, I was like kind of struck by that because now like, I, I hear from like people I know work? who have kids, the kids can't read cursive. That's So true. that's like a bygone thing. That. This is like yeah, an yeah. artifact. Like you would not see this anymore. And it made me realize like we're watching a written language die in our lifetime. But how do you print? You can post things like, they, in cursive on... Yeah, it's like, you know, like you, you write with a pen, like a... Like, <laughs> like you, you know how you do cursive? You no, write with like a pen. The, the pen function on like the edit my photo and you oh, use okay. the pen function. So they just wrote in cursive with that. That's really hard to write. In cursive with that? I guess it was Somebody's big letters. Like, like okay. they did big looping well, letters. props to them and their love of graphic design. Exactly. Also, I loved about them, you know, they're from Everett, Washington. Mm-hmm. And I, I come from a small town, Davis, California. So I recognize small town poser energy when I see it, hey? <laughs> no. We run these small streets. Totally. They're all like that. Yeah, we're the new Barbie bandits. So watch out, Everett, Washington <laughs> and the surrounding Puget Sound area. We run these streets and avenues. It's the mean, mean streets. <laughs> it just killed me. 
Anyway, but yes. I wanted to get to the Barbie band. It's the reason that I wanted to tell you this story. So enough about their criminal cover band. Let's I've, get to I've the heart. I've taken up so much of your time. The OGs. Now, I told you uh, this was 2007, right? Heady, heady times. That's key to all of this. So keep that in the back of your mind. 2007. Our heroes for this story, Ashley Miller and Heather Johnston. Okay. Ashley and Heather. Yeah. We, Foxy Mamas. Oh, dude. These names, like, to me, they sound like they have, like, a company where they do, like, I don't know, hand-curated tea bags. It's like, I'm Ashley Miller, and I'm Heather Johnston. We're college friends, and we are both tea drinkers and tea lovers, and that's why we started Tea Bag Me. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, they sound like, uh-huh. you know— those... That's the first thing that you came—you saw these gals, and you're like, mm, tea bagging. I had right? Just read their names. Just off the names <laughs> Ashley Miller and Heather See, Johnston. See, I hear their names, and I feel like they own an Etsy shop where they yes, do custom— Etsy. Custom die they have a cricket machine uh-huh. and they die cut like vinyl decals for your wall that totally. say like gather that you put in your kitchen. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what they do. They take like, I got wa- their number. wildflowers and put them between two pieces of plastic and then mm-hmm. a little like tiny frame and they sell it to you for $45. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Ashley Miller and Heather Johnston, <laughs> entrepreneurs. They're also all-American <laughs> sweethearts. Right? Good. They're Georgia girls. Both of them blonde Georgia girls. Ashley Miller was a high school cheerleader. She volunteered at a local nursing home. She was a caring girl when yeah. she was young. She planned to become a nurse after high school. And then there's Heather Johnson, a little more of a jock. She earned a tennis scholarship to college. After mm. college, Heather planned to become a dental hygienist. Wow, they're yeah. just all about healthy living. I'm telling you, just good old-fashioned American girls just trying to do their thing to help their communities. Exactly. Right? But things changed for Heather. She decided to explore her options after college. She wanted more money than a career as a dental hygienist could provide her, right? She had desires. Well, she, she had needs. she didn't want to be poking around in everyone's dirty maw. Exactly. So she started dancing at a strip club in Atlanta <laughs> called Shooter Alley. No. <laughs> Shooter Alley. Elizabeth, just to, just to frame Shooter this Alley, all. I hardly knew her. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> it's right there. You do it too. I know. <laughs> so, Elizabeth, just for the sake of um, mm-hmm. a metaphorical, like uh, an imagining, if you will, let's say a distant aunt passed away and she leaves you an inheritance and you travel across the country for the reading of a will and you learn that you have inherited not a fortune, but rather a small business. And your distant aunt, she's left you this business to own and to run and to profit from. And the executor of your distant aunt's Will, she tells you that this business is a strip club in Atlanta called Shooter Alley. So what are you doing? Are you renaming your strip club? Is this finally the time for you to open sloths? Like- Sloth. Yeah, and then I find out if they have a lemon pepper wing recipe at this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when I open sloths. That's the origin story. See, I figured. you. I just wanted to personalize the story so you could imagine their lives from the inside out. It makes so much sense to me right now. Yeah, well... Before we dive into the strip club life and what yeah. it's like on the inside of Shooter Alley, uh, oh God. I want to take a little break. We'll do some ads, and I'll be back with Real Criming. Ads! Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. As you know, the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With every crime I've studied, I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. You don't want to worry. You just want peace of mind. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. For every ridiculous robbery and theft we talk about, it's pretty obvious the crimes could be avoided with a solid security system. A good home security system keeps people prepared and aware. Simply Safe is that system. It was named Best Home Security Systems 2024 by U.S. News and World Report. And it doesn't just protect your home from crime, it also alerts you to fire, floods, and other emergencies. They offer sensors and cameras backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There are no contracts, and there's a 60 day money back guarantee. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. 
Just visit simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. That's simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Become a part of the fast growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. All right, Elizabeth, the Barbie bandits. Yes. Buckle up, Buttercup. It's about to get larcenous. Do we have to go to Shooter Alley? Oh, yeah. We're going right into Shooter Alley. Do they do heroin there? No. Doesn't that sound like what's happening? It sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like Shooter Gallery. Right. That's where it's coming from in my head. Mm -hmm. So Heather Johnston, our uh, tennis star, Mm -hmm. two weeks after she graduates college, she goes and gets a job working the pole at Shooter Alley. Mm -hmm. She's like... Soon to be sloths. Yeah, Yeah. soon to be sloths. Now, that's where she meets her new best friend, Ashley Miller. And Ashley is 19 years old. She's a for- the former cheerleader, yeah. and she's quite happy working at the Doraville, Georgia strip club that's located just outside Atlanta. Such now, a bummer. <laughs> it's not exactly Magic City, but the dancers make good money at Shooter Alley, and apparently they do have delicious wings just like Magic just City. Like Magic I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know for certain. You know it's like, I found that lemon pepper wing yeah. recipe. Uh-huh. That was from Magic City yeah, the Magic- in the New York Times. Hey, good chicken wings are good chicken wings. I mean, right there, it just that's that's how I know these things. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, hit or miss, the New York they're Times great. is going to get one right. They're yeah. like, yeah, put some peas in this. No, how about the Magic City chicken wings? <laughs> Yeah. Say more. Say more, New York Times. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. So Shooter Alley, delicious chicken wings. Ashley Miller loves it. Grew up being a cheerleader, so she's you know no stranger to a good chicken wing. And she'd also before And she can do the split. She used to work at a Hooters. So or a Hooters like restaurant. I actually don't know. Is it called a Hooters like restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) So after that, so she goes from cheerleader to Hooters to Shooter Alley, right? That's her graduation. Now, when Heather takes up dancing, Ashley is there to show Heather Johnson the road how to make loot as a dancer, how to survive life as a dancer, both on stage and off stage. She goes, and Ashley, by the way, she's got a, her dancer name, which is Adrian. So mm-hmm. she's like, hey, Heather, you, you're going to need to get a, a dancer stage name. She's like, okay, let me think about it. I want to be Charlie with an I. She's like, no, we already have one of those. Okay, I'm Charlie with an E. So <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so she becomes Charlie. But then things change because Heather's family hears about her new night job. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, um, Cousin Greg saw you down to Shooter Alley and uh, want to know. Oh, no, I don't know. Somehow some, they find out. But they're Southern. Word they're con- gets around. They're her conservative. Car's in the lot. Yeah, yeah, someone's like, hey. So the family gives her an ultimatum. They're like, look, Heather, either stop dancing at Shooter Alley or move out. So oh, Heather God. thinks about it. It's the quickest decision she She's ever had to make. She's like, look, I'm out. Please forward my mail to Shooter Alley. And then is gives them the deuces. Okay. She's gone, right? Heather now has nowhere to live. So what is she going to do? She moves in with Ashley Miller. So I was hoping she'd live in the storage closet at Shooter Alley. <laughs> Just in there with the broom uh-huh. and the mop and like yeah, totally. leaning. Like she's like sleep standing up like a horse. <laughs> okay. So the former tennis star, the former cheerleader, for the when, when they throw their lots together, life is a little rough at first. Even though they're making good money as strippers at Shooter Alley, one neighbor remembered that they were sleeping in piles of blankets on the carpeted floor of their unfurnished apartment. So they're like a pair of feral cats, these two like 19-year-olds what living they, together. They, what I get when you say they're making good money. I have no idea. Like a thousand dollars every couple nights is my well, guess. And then and they can't buy like I mean that, that's cash, so that's not like all reportable. I'm figuring you're doing they okay. You can't if buy you're an making, air mattress? No, you can if you're not spending it on other dumb stuff. What are I they mean, spending it on? We'll get into oh, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather and Ashley, they enjoy the finer things in life, which is to your point. So they're enjoying, you know, takeout from Red Lobster, uh <laughs> oh sl- trips to the salon. <laughs> These girls are bumming me out so hard. <laughs> shopping right now. sprees. Also street drugs. Yeah, that's they like where the street I was, drugs. That's where I was anticipating. Yeah, this. 
where a lot go. of money goes. Yeah. So yeah. soon enough, they're dating they're men. Just blowing all their money on Red Lobster. <laughs> exactly. And like going and to Benihana. and going to Big Lots and buying stuff they don't need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Target for all their like toiletries oh, and yeah. just getting way too much. So they start doing what a lot of people do. They start dating men that they meet at work. But for them, work is a strip club. So they're meeting like the regulars and they start dating men who attend a strip club in Doraville, Georgia. Mm, so okay. that comes with its own set of problems. So Ashley Miller and she starts dating this dude named Michael Chastang. Now Michael Chastang is a regular at Shooter Alley. Wait, what? How do you spell his last name? Chastang. C H A S T A N G, like Mustang that and Charles had a baby. Super Chastang. fake. I thought it was Chastain, and you were just putting a little English on yeah, it, but no. like Chastain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just try. I'm just trying to give it the lean that I think I it has. You you nailed it. Now his street name is Skinny, so we'll just oh, call God. him Skinny. So Skinny's Wait, the next con. Raise your hand if you have a street name. Not oh. you, Dizzy. Oh. <laughs> Dave, do you have a street name? Nothing. No, I got nothing. I've had multiple street names. You gotta have street names, right? <laughs> Anyway, so my man, Skinny, ex-con, doesn't have much of a future to look forward to, so he's living in the present, right? So Skinny, dude must have been charming because he worms his way into the girl's life. I don't know how, I don't, whatever, he's a bad boy, he's got charm. Ashley Miller's mother, Joy, she said that Ashley told her that, quote, I wanted to take him under her wing and make him a better. So she's like falling for all that dumb, oh like, God, F-boy trying to charm. Fix them. Exactly. You can't fix them. So Ashley- Ladies. You can't fix them. <laughs> you can't fix stupid. No. But in all honesty, Ashley said, quote, I went wild. I was on drugs most of the time. I don't care what anyone had to say. I was going to do it my way. So that gives you like a little insight into where Ashley was at. Uh-huh. And so she does exactly that. She does things her way. Now, we've often covered this, Elizabeth. Ashley and Heather, they didn't apply to become criminals. There was no like interview process, no HR onboarding. There yeah. was just this invisible line and they crossed it. And they don't know when and where they crossed it, but they crossed it. Right. Right. So they become criminals. And then all of a sudden, boom, whoa, I don't get like a t-shirt or a nameplate, nothing. <laughs> so in Ashley and Heather's case, it all starts as a joke. That's how they become criminals. Just like, oh, they're up late one night, old skinny's hanging out, right? And they're talking and someone brings up the idea of, hey, you know, it'd be cool if we robbed banks. I'm guessing it was skinny, but you know. Like, so, wouldn't it be hilarious if we robbed a bank, you guys? Well, you know, that's how you're always like talking. You're always like, you know, like we'll be like, like, I don't know, just running like errands or something mm-hmm. after recording a show. And then you like see a bank. You're like, we should effing rob this place near my work. You remember? Like, just pull up a gank move on that bank. How funny would that be? That's exactly what I said. And I'm like, Elizabeth, that is not funny. <laughs> Let's do it seriously. Please. Get the masks. <laughs> but they think like, you know, like, oh, it'd be so hilarious if we robbed a bank. So they're just like, uh, ha ha and kikiing all night long about this, right? And then they think it's over that night. But the next morning, according to Ashley Miller, she gets a call from Skinny and she's like, hey, let me talk to Heather because she seems serious about this. He's like, okay, yeah. So Heather gets on the phone and he's like, okay, here's the bank you need to go to. And here's the person. He's got an inside man. She's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, yeah. He never stop thinking about it. Like when they went to sleep, he just ran through. He's like, you're my new heist team. So we're going to run this bit. So he's got these two white girls being trained as his heist team. (laughs) And uh, Heather's like, you know, she's like, apparently down so she contacts the inside man she talks to him he's like okay here i'm at the bank this is what you got to write on the notes that way you can avoid you know these type of charges and you got to say this and you got to say that so he's walking her through it telling her exactly what to write on the note don't write it on your birth certificate i've learned that lesson i've seen a story that does not play out well so at this point heather johnston you know the uh tennis star she's like oh i have to say we were kind of excited like (laughs) For whatever reason, yeah. She's like not paying attention to where life is taking her, but she's about to become a Barbie bandit. She's a thrill seeker. Now, Elizabeth. Saren. These Barbie bandits, they're about to go pro as criminals, but they have a few missteps before they can cross that invisible line I've told you about. So, well, I'll, I'll just, you know, let me turn the mic over to them. Heather Johnson said, we took a wrong turn somewhere. Ended up going to a completely different Bank of America. So they go out to go rob the bank. They go to the wrong bank to rob. The one that doesn't have the inside guy. No, they just go to a Bank of America they know. It's the wrong bank. They're walking around the bank. They're like, I don't see him. They typed into their phones, Bank of America near me. Go there. And then... So they're looking around for the inside man. They don't see him. So then they call him. They're like, where are you? We're here. We're like in the bank. And he's like, (laughs) I'm I'm at work. I don't see you. They're like, no, like we're by the potted plants. We're like, we don't have potted plants. They're like, oh my God, I think we're in the wrong bank. Where are you? And then he tells them. Then they drive over to the right bank the problem is that i'm i'm i will put money on the fact that both banks were on uh streets 
called peach tree. <laughs> yeah, that is a problem in Atlanta. They're in you Atlanta do know. There's like could... 32 peach trees. Exactly. That's easy enough to yeah. happen. So possibly, you know, I'll give you that <laughs> Thank one. Thank you. But so they, they drive to the correct Bank of America and they get to the branch. And now the Barbie bandits are ready to become criminals. Elizabeth, are you ready to see them be born? Yes. I'd like you to close your eyes. <gasps> My eyes are closed. Picture it. It's February 27th, 2007. You're the owner of a small business. You own Elizabeth's Exotic Edible Arrangements. You make (laughs) pornographic flower bouquets. Flowers that you can eat. And they look kind of dirty and naughty. So naturally, 2007's been very good to you. Because you're hitting a moment in the culture, Elizabeth. Gwyneth Paltrow just featured you at your Beast with Two Backs Edible Arrangement on her website, Goop. Why and the orders have been just rolling in. Oh, so now you're at the bank to make a deposit on all the profits you've been mm-hmm. making off of your edible flower sure. arrangements. And you're running late. There's a line about four people deep at the bank. There's one woman ahead of you. She's on the phone. And for what you've heard, she's also running late. But you're not really irritated, unlike the woman in front of you who's very clearly irritated. She's actually kind of high-key pissed. But hmm. whatever. You're like, I'm not stressing. I got all this money moving. I'm doing well. I got my edible flower arrangements. Yeah, right? man. And you're also just enjoying your time in line because there's these two young women ahead of you. They're second in line, and they are just kind of hilarious. You're like, oh, bubbly and talking to each other, and you're just like, wow, man, that's just, look at all that energy. I love these girls. Are right? you just like tickled that they're just so in their own world? You know, mm-hmm. there's an old man in front of them who's like just waiting for the line. He gets called up, and you're like, okay, things are going well. The teen girl still all giggles, and you're just paying attention to them. And then one of them turns, and you notice she's wearing these enormous sunglasses what the kids call stunner shades. Yes. You recognize that. Mm-hmm. And they're also wearing matching outfits. A lot of designer labels. You've been clocking them. Tight jeans, as I said, matching tight gray tops. To you, they look like strippers on their day off. Or possibly <laughs> college kids. You really can't tell anymore. So <laughs> you're like, maybe both. Who knows? Could be college kids strippers. I don't know anymore. Turns out you're right. They are. They're in the Kirkland brand jeans and the <laughs> boots with the fur. <laughs> So the next available teller waves the two blondes over. Mm-hmm. Their Kirkland start moving. <laughs> and you watch the two teen girls bounce on over to his window. And they take off their stunner shades. And they mm-hmm. look around. And then they slip the bank teller a note. He reads it. He nods. And all of a sudden, he starts sliding stacks of money into the, through his teller window at them. And then also loose bills from his drawer. Just cash. He's just stuff from his pockets. at them. Yeah. And the girls aren't ready for it. They don't have, like, a bag or anything. What? So the money's just going everywhere. The stacks of money are on the, are on the, the counter. But the loose money's just falling off. The girls are grabbing at it. They're laughing to each other. And it's just like a whole silly time. You're like, oh, to be young and brainless. <laughs> and rich. And, <laughs> now, the woman on the phone of you, she's watching too, but she's just getting irritated. She looks at you. She rolls her eyes. And you're like, whatever. You politely yeah. nod. And you're like, no, just let these girls do their thing. Whatever. But the girls, they're just grabbing at all this money that's on the floor. And then all of a sudden, they stop. And they look at each other. And then they just bolt out of the bank. They leave like thousands of dollars on the ground you're like what the hell the one in front of you turns around looks at you again and goes i think they just robbed the bank and you're like oh cool good for them (laughs) she sniffs and turns back around but she's right these girls have just robbed the bank the manager announces that they've just called the cops and she asks that no one leave until the cops arrive and you're like i am oh my god my whole morning's ruined but whatever you just had a really good time i just got to see a bank robbery you just got to see the birth of the Barbie bandits. <laughs> it's beautiful. Now, I wanted to try to convey to you the feeling of being there at their conception. I felt like I was and, there. Yes, and that they're actually coming forth into the world. But what we have now, these Barbie bandits, right? They, Heather Johnston and Ashley Miller, when what they have become, well, I'll just leave it to Heather Johnston to say. Mm-hmm. She was explaining what it was like in that moment for her, what you watched. She told ABC News, and I quote, the bank teller started just throwing it out and it was like going everywhere. So I was pushing it and Ab- Ashley was grabbing it, putting it, throwing it. We were so scared. My heart was like, I think it stopped at one point. And I looked over, we looked at each other and we just started running again. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's how the Barbie bandits experienced what you just witnessed. The wind between their ears. (laughs) So once they leave you in the bank, Uh the two teens go scampering off. They flee in a car. Now, since you can't witness, but I know you're nosy and you want to know, I'll fill you in on what happened after they left the bank. They went back to their apartment in southwest Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And luckily, they didn't have any real furniture to get in the way. So they just threw all the money on the ground. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they have all the cash that they stole on the mon- on the ground. All the money's there. And they're just they're not like rolling around in it. Oh, Nothing man. silly. Mm-hmm. But they're just like playing and kicking it around and having fun. 
Kicking it around. Yeah, they like, we pulled it off. And so they count up the money, and they have $11,000. Wow. So about $5,500 each, except for the fact, well— you think they also have their inside man and the mastermind skinny, skinny to pay off. So really, yeah. they, they're looking at probably less. But let's just say they had $5,500. Mm-hmm. That's about enough money to get you a 2007 Hyundai Entourage minivan used, right? This is not well, a lot of money. that's 2007 then. Yeah, I'm talking now. Like now. if you were to buy one now, that's yeah. what you're looking at, right? Yeah. But since they they hadn't gotten, they're not splitting it evenly. They're getting about $27.50 a piece. Oy. Yeah, so that's enough for like a 2002 Honda Accord or like a 2003 <laughs> Nissan Sentra. That's uh-huh. what they did all this for, 2003 Nissan Sentra. Yep, that's all, yeah. Yeah, but luckily the girls, they weren't like into like, oh, I want to buy a used car. They didn't do it for that. They did it for loose money, so they're thrilled with their And cut. drugs. Yeah, they're like, look <laughs> at all this free money, and they're sitting on their apartment floor just counting out the money, and they make four piles of cash, all even, right? <laughs> Dingling. <laughs> and so then they decide while they're counting it, they're like, what should we go do? And Heather's like, I don't know, what do you want to do? And Ashley's like, I want to spend it. And you're like, yeah, totally. Let's go. So where do they go? They go to the mall. Oh, uh, it's like Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> no, they go to the Gucci store at the mall oh, and, and, and other stores of that nature. You know, <laughs> and then they cap off their shopping spree by hitting up the most expensive salon in Atlanta. And they go and get their roots done or whatever, Ooh, or their highlights yeah. or whatever. Now, Elizabeth, if you got two and a half grand mm-hmm. <laughs> for stealing a bank. Yeah. And you were, say, a Barbie bandit. What do you spend in your $2,500, $2,700 on? Not if I'm me, if I'm no, a Barbie bandit. Yeah, you're a Barbie bandit. Because otherwise I'm like, that's going in the bank and I've got utility <laughs> bills. I could pay bills for days. Um, let's see. I'm a Barbie bandit. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'd probably, yeah, if I'm them, if I'm those bozos, I'd, I'd get stupid clothes. and. So you buy clothes? yeah. I spell, you want to move that cash mm-hmm. in places where it's not going to like be suspicious. So and like where you cash, can spend like a lot, like a thousand dollars in cash, and no one would remember are, you. Salons are a good place. Get, totally. get like super custom nails, mm-hmm. like airbrush type things. I'm sure those cost. I feel hundreds. like they would have those kind of nails. I want gel nails. Yeah, with like paint sunsets on it. Yes, I'm liking this. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what they did. So you're doing well as a Barbie or I'd bandit. Go, I'd go to like a like an amusement park and just get a oh. ton of those um, portraits done. Yeah, <laughs> those caricatures like the of myself. Big head cartoon yeah, drawings. Just tons of them. Just like for people you don't even know. I, come here, come here. You want one of these? Exactly. I like exactly. that. Exactly. That's what I do. So that's pretty much what they did. They they lived it up. They celebrated their moment. They went, you know, Gucci. Give me all the purses, mm-hmm. or maybe just one. I can probably yeah, get one. Purse. Probably not. Gonna... <laughs> but uh, you know, so they lived life up and they enjoyed their crime. Mm-hmm. And then the cops came a calling. Yeah. After this break, I'm going to tell you (laughs) how the cops caught up to the Barbie bandits. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, Elizabeth. Zarin. Where were we? Uh, buying garbage with uh, stolen money. Right. Okay. <laughs> so the Barbie bandits are out blowing their stolen loot on Gucci purses, nails, and blonde highlights, even and, though they have blonde hair. And drugs. And, and street drugs. Yeah. So meanwhile, the cops are handed this bank robbery. They're like, oh, we got to solve this. So they go over and they try to do what they normally do. They start to investigate this bizarre trail left behind by the Barbie bandits. Mm -hmm. So they're hearing about these two girls who ran in and took their sunglasses off and they they clearly got a photo taken of them in the bank. They didn't hide their identities. They left thousands on the floor. They giggled and ran out. They don't, these can't be professionals. These sound like teenagers. One of the detectives looks looks at the surveillance thing and is like, Oh no, that's Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, he's like, Immediately. Oh, I, I know where we can find him. I can him. still smell the wings on her. <laughs> so, oh man. Every time I say Shooter Alley now, I just, <laughs> you, you've ruined it, Shooter Alley, for me, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined Shooter Alley for you, so Sarah. The, the cops, they go and they, they collect all the eyewitness accounts from the people in the bank. You tell them what you saw. The lady in front of you with a sour face, she says what she saw. They talk to all the tellers. They run all of the tellers various, like, oh, do you have any prior warrants? They find out one of the tellers does, <laughs> so they arrest him. But then they can't really find anything based on the, the eyewitness accounts. Nothing tells them anything, you know, hardcore that they can go and investigate. So they're kind of at an impasse until they're like, oh, wait, I know what we should do. We've got all the images from the surveillance cameras. <laughs> so they're like, let's use the internet. And they put out this image of the Barbie bandits. And like... This is, I'll just show you the image. Uh This is what they put out on the internet. Okay. And you see that image? Can you see this? Yeah, I can smell the pumpkin spice from here. Right? It looks like uh, early 2000 era, like, I don't know, Paris Hilton and Britney Spears are having to rob a bank to, like, free Nicole Richie. Yeah, that's good. I can see that. (laughs) But they're more just, let me see it again. Okay, let's, here we go. Okay. Yeah, they've got the whole messy bun. Yeah. And yoga top. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's very early aughts. It's very very fun. Very free. super fun. Super now. that leads to a bunch of people going, oh, that's my niece. That's my cousin. That's my granddaughter. All these people are just calling in. They're like, I recognize those blonde white girls. Because they just look like average. Southern blonde white girls of that 2000s. Basic The basics, if you will. basic gals. So they get inundated with different possible leads, but they get one good lead. Mm -hmm. Somebody says, oh, I saw them. They drove away in a gray Nissan Sentra. So now they know what car to look for. Mm. So this solid lead helps them out because other than that, they've got, I don't know, I think she was wearing a blonde wig. Their outfits match. I mean, it was just nothing to go on, right? So the, the Barbie bandits, after they've gone viral and they've got all this international attention, it's the car tip that pays off. So on March 2nd, 2007, a cop spots a gray Nissan, gets behind it, throws on its lights. Of course, the Nissan bolts, right? So what? I'm guessing Skinny's driving. So that's how <laughs> I picture it. So Skinny bolts in the Nissan Sentra, and they're out by the Six Flags theme park up in like the north in the north side of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The cops end up busting them, right? They're in Douglas County. So Michael Chastang, a.k.a. Skinny, he, Ashley, and Heather are the ones in the car. Also in the car with them are a bunch of marijuana and some Molly, some a bunch of ecstasy tablets. Oh, boy. So enough that the there's enough Molly that he's up for drug distribution. Like, oh, yeah, like serious charges. Personally used. Ashley goes, it's mine. Because remember, she's got to like, pr- like cover for her like you know bad boy boyfriend. So <sighs> she's like, no, those aren't skinnies. Those are mine. And uh, Heather's smart enough. She's like, oh, I don't know. I got some of the pot. She's you know? like, I <laughs> just asked for a ride. I don't know these people. She's like, yeah. So she. Gets- I thought this was an Uber. <laughs> Heather gets popped for being in the car. Not many of the charges stick to her other than the bank robbery charges, but the <laughs> drug charges one, don't. Yeah. She told ABC News at the time, I just knew we were going to be in a lot of trouble. 
Really? What was Thank your first you, hit, Brainiac? <laughs> so at the police station, it only takes a few hours before Ashley and Heather both break. They then confess everything, <laughs> right? They say, oh, there was an inside man. His name was Benny Allen. We were connected by Skinny. He can, you know, So they, they bust it all out, right? Turns out Benny Allen was the bank teller who was arrested on a prior warrant. The cops sure. had already had him in custody. He just hadn't said anything, and they never investigated. Oh, so they already God. had one of the people in oh, custody. Oh, my God. So then the cops were like, Okay, well, they were just so focused on these white girls in wigs, they never actually stopped to like you know talk to the one guy who was like you know they mm-hmm. arrested. Anyway, turns out since the 1980s, I looked this up, about five percent of bank robberies have been committed by women. Hmm. So, a unit chief of the violent crimes of the FBI, this dude Larry Sparks, he once said about the fact that women are now becoming bank robbers, "quote The only real difference we are seeing now is the role of the female." It used to be they were the lookouts or drove the getaway car. Now we are seeing them going into the bank. So this was a <laughs> new trend. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Gloria Steinem. So these teen girls, they went into the bank and they robbed it and they carded a new trend, the Barbie bandits. Soon there would be knockoffs. Right, so, right. So, you know, as things were going, the Barbie bandits and the, the two brothers, because both Skinny and uh, my dude, Benny Allen, they're both brothers. They all now are going to face the— Meaning Im- that they're related. But they're black men, they're black. young black men. So they're about to face the, the legal system, the justice system in the South. So how do you think that's going to play out, Elizabeth? I feel like we're not going to see uh, equal treatment. No. Yeah. Well, let's see. So we have a cheerleader and a tennis star, a college graduate, both turned dancers, turned bank robbers, all-American story of crime, right? Yeah. Now— well, let's just backtrack for a second. People always want to talk about families. Like whenever young black people get in trouble, it's like, oh, where are their families? What are the, what's the home life like? Mm-hmm. What about these two white girls with the bank robbery? What were their families like, Elizabeth? <laughs> Why won't they pull up their pants? That's what I want to know. <laughs> pound cake, pound no, cake. No, they take off their pants. Yeah. <laughs> so tennis star Heather Johnson, a.k.a. Charlie, her mother was an elementary school teacher. Oh. So she taught her good values Mama from tried. what I understand. Mama tried. Yeah, you know, so... <laughs> so uh, she remembered the the moment when she got the, p- the police call mm-hmm. and said, oh, your baby girl, we got her in custody. And her mom said, uh, Heather Johnson's mom said, I thought as a mother, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Right? Good question. Well, you know, a lot of people, I mean, they, I they always her. say like, oh, it's somehow my fault, right? And, and to... To quote from Heather Johnson's mom, she said, It's devastating as a mom with my children, and I hope that I would instill positive values. We always did something special together, and I thought that would instill and pretty much guarantee me wonderful adults. But I guess there is no guarantee. No, there isn't. No. I mean, they're, people are people. They're their own people. Well, that's why I was like, dude, girl, it's not your fault. No, it's not. She, she raised a daughter who was a tennis star, earned a scholarship to college, graduated college, mm-hmm. and then she starts working the pole. I mean, at what point is she an adult? You know, at what point are you like, look, yeah. I got you there. The you mom started... did all she could. Yeah. 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 Now, Heather, what... I really feel bad for the mom. Oh, you just wait. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not going to get terrible. <laughs> okay. But, like, Heather gets out, right? And so she's out on, on bail. She's still, like, you know, legit. So her parents are, I'm guessing, her parents hook her up with a job at an advertising firm. And she's, hmm. like, trying to get her life back on track. And she's back at it in the grind doing her bit except there's that whole stigma about the Barbie bandits so when someone at the yeah. advertising firm's like wait a minute are you that Heather Johnston oh, no. she gets fired right oh. so they're not giving her a second chance it's hard out there for a Barbie bandit Elizabeth <laughs> it really is so, did, we, did she do time not at this point at this point she's she's on in bail uh, she's out on bail oh so she's not ooh. she hasn't yeah she's yeah, not been rough. sentenced employment's rough at that point yeah so Ashley Miller's mother her name was Joy we talked about her before mm-hmm. she went on Good Morning America oh because that's the wise thing to do it's the best place to have you know? a good cry Elizabeth okay so first you delete Facebook <laughs> second never go if you have something in your life like this uh-huh. especially if something's traumatic oh yeah don't go on TV you don't want to go on national TV and cry no. about it do not go on TV. Well, you're no fun. I am not. <laughs> so this former, the mother of a former cheerleader goes on national TV, cries, expiates herself as like, I am a good mother. I don't know where I went wrong. I didn't see bank robber as a career option, right? Uh, and Joy Miller's like telling this in Good Morning America's like, that's so sad. And she's like, I'm, and I quote, I was very surprised. That's totally out of Ashley's character. And I'm like, girl, come on. now. Like, she goes on Good Morning America. Like, I can see the kind of good choices she's, she's, <laughs> she's in, modeling for her. <laughs> modeling for her kids. Well, I mean, the mother points out, like, look, she was a good girl gone bad. She started running with a fast crowd. And all of a sudden, she's at Shooter Alley, right? <laughs> now, 
Joey Miller told GMA, and I quote, Heather and Ashley are not bandits. They are little girls that made a bad choice. No, they are not little girls. That bothers me, too. I mean, I know that, like... We infantilize uh-huh. a lot of times if we and and you only see certain people getting infantilized, you know, that it, to get them out of kind of any any nastiness they get involved in. Yeah, to, yeah, totally. Like exculpate them of any responsibility. Uh-huh. Be like, oh, yeah, you're fine. You're an innocent. No. Well, OK. And Ashley Miller's yearbook, she had a, you know, people would do yearbook quotes. Mm-hmm. She had a cho- <laughs> she had a choice quote for hers and it was a good friend would bail you out of jail. A best friend would be sitting right next to you saying, man, we messed up. Okay, and they didn't have a clue then. The parents. That's what I'm saying. Signs were there. <laughs> Signs were there. Like, live your dreams. Ashley voted most likely to rob a bank. Miller, just live your <laughs> dreams. Now, in case you wanted to know what that picture looks like, here is mm-hmm. her yearbook photo. Oh, boy. Right? Uh-huh. You like the blue top? It's like... It's special. Yeah. It's real special. So I thought you'd like that. We'll, po- we'll post these so everybody oh, yeah. can share the fun. Now, the Barbie bandits, they get charged with bank robbery initially. But because, remember, the inside man told them to write the note a certain way? Mm-hmm. That protected them because it meant, oh, this is actually just theft. It's an inside job. It's not strangers walking and demanding money. Oh. It's part of, like, a whole fraud thing. So they only get popped on theft, which is You're much kidding. better. You're kidding. Now they're not going to face real time in prison. So Heather Johnson and Ashley Miller... They, uh, they're both uh, about 19, one's 19, one's 20 at the time. Ashley made the mistake of insisting that Skinny's drugs were hers. So she's up on the drug charges. So mm-hmm. she's eyeballing 10 years on the ecstasy charges. Because that's federal bad, yeah, right? Yeah. But when she's all said and done and she gets convicted, she's sentenced to 10 years, but she only has to do two. And the remainder is done on probation. Okay. Heather Johnston only does probation. Wow. Right? Because she didn't have any drug charges. She right. got drug use, but not drug distribution. Right, so right. she's good. So they get out on the theft, only do probation. So now, I quote once again from my girl, Heather. She said, quote, some of the stuff we did was just pretty ignorant. So <laughs> that, she says this and takes that approach. So she's willing to like she's flip on everybody. It. So yeah. the judges, they give her like, okay, we'll give you some leniency. Mm-hmm. Now, the inside man, Benny Allen, he's 22, also mm-hmm. a young man, got his whole future in front of him. He's convicted on no the... No one's f- calling him a kid, though. No, no. full-grown man. <laughs> so <laughs> he's convicted on theft charges. He catches 10 years. He has to do five of the years in prison before he's allowed probation. Oh, wow. Then there's my dude, Michael Chastang, a.k.a. Skinny. Mm-hmm. He's the oldest. He's 28 years old. He's given 10 years for planning the robbery and 15 years for the drug distribution. Wow. And he has to do all 15 years of the distribution before he can get to the robbery. So he has to do 25 years. I would, he probably had priors too that might have. Well, I, mean, I assume he may have, but uh, they're yeah. basically, they busted him on the on the drug possession in the car and then said robbery cha- charges second. So they, they use wow. that as a as a previous bust. Yeah, yeah. So 25 years. Even though they years. are chronologically out of order. Yeah. Right. So the NAACP, they read this, they step forward and they point out the obvious. Hey, these white girls got off easy while the two black men, they're, they're, they're getting the proverbial book thrown at them. What's up? Mm-hmm. The head of the NAACP for the state of Georgia, a man named Edward DeBose, he tells the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the big paper in Atlanta that he intended to ask the state attorney general to look into this case and the sentencing disparities. That's how serious it was for him. Mm-hmm. So DeBose said, quote, this is a case that clearly reflects unequal justice. These two women referred to as the Barbie bandits should have received sentences equal to the African-Americans. Now, Rosa Parks, they are not, I will admit, <laughs> but they did point out unequal treatment under the law. So Barbie bandits give it up for the civil rights movement. But I would go the opposite way from DuBose and say that instead of like, oh, they should be punished as hard, the brothers should have gotten leniency like I they say. did. That's yeah, my yeah. call. I want yeah. everyone to get the leniency. But anyway, yeah. so Benny Allen, former bank teller, he has to do his full sentence. Skinny, I told you, he caught hell. The NAACP, essentially, they wanted, and they didn't say this, but they wanted to ask the question, which I'm going to say, which is in 2007, were black men still being punished for corrupting white women? Is that what essentially what we're doing? Yes. I think the answer is yes. So we get like this dollar store Malcolm X origin story where it's like, oh, two white women go down. <laughs> they go off to like, oh, reform school while the black guys have to go to prison. Uh-huh. You know, but I don't think Skinny's going to be coming out, you know, talking about blue-eyed devils and the you honorable Elijah know. Muhammad. True. He could, he could come out with a taste for bean pies. I don't know. <laughs> and also, I feel bad dragging Malcolm X into all of this. Yeah. Like, I, I should really <laughs> apologize to the family. I, anyway, but this brings me back to my central question, which is the one that the girl's mother has asked, which is like, did I do a good job? Is this my fault? Who's to blame? And I just want to say, you know, charitably— Unlike mm-hmm. the law, the mothers didn't seem to blame the black men. They blamed the fast life. Sure. They blamed all this well, other stuff. Well, and fast life seems to be a euphemism for yeah. drugs. Drugs and being a stripper and, and I, working. Don't you, know, you think that that's like, 
when I see these these women, their lives going off the rails, mm-hmm. you know, and I wonder, you know, what kind of influence drugs had on that, that if they're willing to do all these things and they're not thinking like they're, they're just kind of dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it made it any better. I don't know what drugs they're using, but like. Yeah, I mean, uh. They're smoking pot. They're they're doing coke. I would it's feel basically, like it's yeah. coke or meth. Meth, some meth yeah. probably in there. And it's that's just like seven still. So we're talking like, like crystal. You see, like the problem that we have, not just in this country, but I'd say globally, with more so in this country, with drugs and the way it like there's a ripple effect to like the way that we mm-hmm. when you say oh, it destroys lives, you think of like one person dying because of it. It's just like so. Damaging to potentials. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, totally. Anyway. And the whole, the family, like one of them had a little sister, and she mentioned it in court. She's like, I don't want my little sister mm-hmm. to turn out like me. So you see that this, you yeah. know, it is an endemic issue. Well, right? when we use euphemisms like the fast life. Just yeah. say it. Say it what it is. Mm-hmm. You Call know? it as it is. Yeah, these girls weren't brainwashed. They weren't corrupted. Right. And and like and now unless they were being exploited, I don't know about them being exploited. But from what I can tell, Skinny wasn't exploiting them per se. Like, he wasn't their pimp. You know, and at most times pimps don't usually move into bank robbery pimping pays well enough you don't need to go mm-hmm. like hey we're gonna go into bank robbery I think he was manipulating I think them, that's what I it is yeah. I think that Skinny was manipulating he's a bad boyfriend he's an F mm-hmm. boy he's all that stuff he's an ex-con low life who has very low expectations for his own future and then he extends those to other people's future he's not thinking mm-hmm. about where are they gonna be in 10 years based on what I'm doing mm-hmm. he's a fun guy a funny guy maybe I don't know maybe he's a good dancer or maybe he's a <laughs> good bowler I have no idea why they liked him but clearly he was charming and for whatever reasons Ashley chose to carry the weight of the drugs for him She, mm-hmm. I don't know if she loved him maybe she did maybe she didn't. I don't know. But she made a choice. And that's my whole yeah. point is that yeah. as an adult, she acted. And that's what her parents wanted to raise. It was an adult who could act for their own. Now, yeah. she made a bad choice in a series of bad choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be, let's be real about it. Same for Heather. You know, but they didn't go bad. I don't like the idea of going bad. They just chose poorly. Yeah, and they can exactly. make good choices, again, without having to go good. Yeah. Well, you know it's just like mean? you don't ever want to say that a person's a bad person. Yes. They don't label them. Choices. Don't turn them into a thing. Exactly. Right? Now, like. So, okay, they spent time in a strip club, but it's not like they went into the strip club and that was a, cas- a cocoon and then they came out like criminal butterflies. Mm-hmm. Like, people mm-hmm. act like, oh, I mean, Ashley's yearbook kind of gives me the idea that it was in her. Like, that yeah. was in that girl. Yeah. Like, it just happened, just took certain conditions for mm-hmm. her to, like, reach out and connect with what was in her. And all of a sudden, boom, her reality is now this. Well, and you see that there's, she sort of wants thrills, right? Like, she she has the whole thing about, you know, your yeah. best friend or bae. Yeah, totally. So there's like a thrill to it. Thrill seeking, you know, she's, edge she's running. She's this dancer at, a, at yeah. an adult. She, she likes the sensation of life. There's a thrill. So she wasn't, she didn't have an opportunity to find thrills in other ways exactly. that would be more And that's the kind of thing you gotta look for if you're saying. a parent. You know, like... Yeah. If you got a thrill seeker, find a good outlet yeah, for that Yeah, and kid. teach them to manage themselves. And, and so I that think way, the same would apply for Skinny. Skinny, you oh, know... Oh, yeah, no, all of them. I'm saying things, all of them. Yeah, all of them. They want Benny these things Allen, on the edge. every single one of them is somebody who's essentially running the... Yeah, edge running and, and the And I think that when we have, it. like, people like that, you know, especially when we're talking about kids growing up like that... Mm-hmm. It, it, rather than trying to squash that that impulse to be a thrill seeker or to like kind of be on the Train edge of things, to be good thrill seekers. figure out a good outlet yeah, for that. Exactly. Yeah, because right, you can't squash it. You can't no. change. I was their lucky stripes. that people did that with me. They taught me like, look, you can't change who you are, but you need to get better at it. <laughs> so, but also, I mean, and, and just to give these girls some advice, look, okay, you made a bad choice, but next time, just steal the person's shoes. I mean, just cut out the middleman of bank robbery. <laughs> like, come on now. Okay, just I shouldn't say that. Them. But the, this whole story to me, you said it really well this story just sounds like drugs talking mm-hmm. i mean it's just like yeah. oh and you can't listen to drugs so like and no. i don't mean pot i mean street drugs like, right and you know we only i both know we've had friends and i've been that friend and somebody when they're talking you you hear your friend's voice but it's mm-hmm. drugs talking yeah and you cannot listen when yeah. drugs talk and so parents teach your children <laughs> to know when drugs are talking to them and also be able to hear drugs talking out of your children's mouths <laughs> exactly like, know this stuff and so yeah. that way if you can, if you are willing to listen to drugs, you you might. Well, if you don't listen to drugs, and you don't recognize what it is. You will wind up sleeping on the floor of your apartment with no <laughs> furniture, waiting to pay off a man named Skinny after you robbed a bank in suburban Atlanta. And somehow, in that moment, you'll think, "I'm winning at life. I'm totally free." That's drugs talking right there. It is. It and mothers, is. teach your kids this is what the sound of drugs is. Exactly. All right, that's it. That's all I got, that's Elizabeth. Excellent. Same. What's our ridiculous takeaway? You got I one. I think we've covered it all. Pretty much, right? Yeah. And- And then also delete Facebook. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking and for mine because I've given watch, it up. Watch, a Facebook ad is going to come on right <laughs> after I say this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, you can find us online at Ridiculous Crime on both Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, that's where we do all the talking and Instagrams. We do the picture posting. And, uh, yeah, we got photos for each episode. And uh, if you want, you can tweet at us. You can also send us emails at RidiculousCrime at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Ridiculous Crime is hosted by Elizabeth Dutton and Zarin Burnett. Produced and edited by Atlanta's Molly King, Dave Couston. Research is by the Kendall Counterfeiters, Marissa Brown and Andrea Song Charpentier. Our theme song is by the G.I. Joe Grifters, Thomas Lee and Travis Dutton. Executive producers are Ben, I always preferred Skipper, Bolin, and Noel, I was always about that Barbie car, Brown. Ridiculous Crime. Say it one more time. Ridiculous Crime. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 